Yo. Thanks again for checking out another edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. But hey, you already know that. (laughs) If you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. You can find this podcast just about anywhere. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, Overcast FM, Google Play, and YouTube. And of course, you can catch me on Facebook. Go to my Facebook page, facebook.com backslash spell it out. T-W-E-L-V-E-K-Y-L-E. Pretty simple. And you can catch me on Instagram at 12 Kyle Podcast. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at 12 Kyle, the number one, two, K-Y-L-E. And you can follow podcasts at 12 Kyle Podcast. So there's no reason not to subscribe to this podcast. All right. On this particular podcast, we're going to talk about breakups. More importantly, what it would take to have a good breakup. I'm going to give you some of the do's and don'ts when it comes to having a good breakup out of a relationship. And I got a special co-host coming through, my homegirl, Echo Silent. She is funny as hell. So sit back. Turn your speakers up, get your popcorn ready. I'm going to drop the theme music and we're going to get this podcast cracking. Let's get it. Welcome back. Thanks again for checking out the podcast. It's your boy, 12 Kyle, back in the building. Uh, As I mentioned at the top, man, we have a special, special guest. Uh, If you've been following me, uh, you know that I initially started out uh, not here on a podcast, but actually on a radio show. It's called the 12 Radio Show. Did that for five years, almost six years. And uh, one of my frequent co-hosts and co-contributors, co-conspirators, if you will, uh, good, good friend of the show is joining us uh, on this podcast. Um, She needs no introduction, but I'm going to give her an introduction anyway. She's from the state of Texas. She's a huge Yankees fan. Um, She is the, 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 she has a rare collection of Don King stamps. (laughs) <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I bring to you Echo Silent. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on, Kyle? <laughs> Good to have you on the 12 Kyle podcast. What it do? <laughs> Don King collects stamps. Man. Huh? Hey, man, you, 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 you're one of the few that, that actually collects Don King stamps. Yeah, you're right. I'm known one, one of the few and probably uh, the only one that does that. <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to everybody listening. Definitely want to thank you all for checking out the podcast as normal. Um, but, like I said, man, we, we're here. We're going to talk the good breakup. Um, now I got some things written down here. It, it's, I guess, let's start here. Um, how important do you think it, it is to have a good breakup when a relationship ends? I think with 
any relationship, anything, a friendship, um, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, for you know, relationship, it should always end in a good, positive, positive way, mm-hmm. because <clears throat> that negativity will take you into however long you decide that you want to keep and hold on to that negativity. Breakups are never a good thing, but the best way to do it is to get it in a in a in a situation where there's no hard feelings on both sides. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's the best and that's just the best way to do it. You, you I mean, you it's not going to be it's it's, it's not going to be um happy you're not gonna be laughing or anything it just needs to be amicable and as long as it's amicable it's you'll probably find a a positive silver lining in it in in some shape form or fashion so having that good breakup is always better than having that rough sorry hardcore (laughs) hardcore breakup you know, I, I agree. I think it's uh, I think when you have a good breakup, I think what that does is in particular, if you if if you're if you're good friends and, and my, I remember my pops telling me this a long time ago, he's like, you know, if you if you if you're good friends and you break up with that person, you know, it should be a good breakup because you want to remain friends. Now, you know, you, right. some, sometimes, depending on the circumstances, you, we can't always be friends after the breakup. But nonetheless, right. you know, it's just um, I, I got what he was saying. He was just saying, like, you know, you should try to have things end on good terms. Unfortunately, you can't always ha- have that happen. But, you know, if the relationship was positive and for whatever reason, if it ends on a bad note, you know, you, you would prefer to it to end on a good note. Um so what I did was I got a couple of things written down here as far as, as I mentioned at the top, um, some do's and don'ts that will lead to a good breakup. Um, first, I'm going to we'll, we'll talk about the don'ts. We'll take commercial. And we'll come back and talk about the do's, things that you should do. Uh, we're going to break it down. Um, so let's start here. One of the don'ts that I have is don't disappear. Um, I think that's that speaks volumes. So my question is. How hard is it not to disappear once a relationship ends? Um, how hard is it not to disappear? That's hard. <laughs> that That's really hard because when you break up and if it's a permanent situation or if it's a situation that you, you, you know, that is going to be a minute, you need to disappear. You need to get out of each other's lives because your livelihood has been tied to this other person for so long. Mm-hmm. And if that person is no longer going to be in your life, because once you break up, you can't be friends. Oh, you, you could forget that. You can't be friends. You Stop it. Don't even go there with me. You're not going to be, I'm not going to sit up here and, and be like, Oh yeah. Hey, we're cool. You know, you can bring your girl. No, no it ain't going to be like that because, uh, I'll put on a head, a Heather Headley song real oh. quick. Uh-oh. See, <laughs> no, we not even not even going there with you, <laughs> not at all. So it is it's hard not to disappear. 
and eventually as time goes on you're going to eventually disappear as it is you, you're, you're not going to ever see that person again anyway so it that's hard not to disappear uh, but I need you out of my life because that means you getting erased you getting blocked your your text message thread <laughs> finna get deleted you finna get deleted off the you finna get unfriended and unfollowed on Facebook you ain't getting no Instagram you gonna be private it's gonna be everything you will you erasing the traces okay I'm gonna erase you like a CIA agent wow I'm not even going there so so you but you so that's saying that you want them to disappear if if it's a breakup and it's a situation where it's just not gonna work out then yeah mm-hmm. he does need to disappear he needs to disappear so I can get back to that point of hey I'm comfortable with myself and I'm comfortable with who I am without having you around. Right, right, and you have to disappear. You have to get out of my life to allow me to do that. I, you know, I agree. I, I think it's it's really, really hard to disappear. Um, sometimes it's better that you do disappear, um, but it's hard not to disappear because I think the thing is, depending on the circumstances, uh, you know, like what if, like, like, and I'll give you an example. Like, if you and your your girlfriend worked at the same place. You know, I mean, like, so technically, you, you know, that, that you really can't disappear because you you really got to see this person every day. Um, and that's co- yeah, and that's tough. <laughs> yeah, that's that's tough as I'll get out. That that's called get a new job. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's, it's hard to disappear. I, I the. I say that you probably shouldn't in order to have a good breakup, but I think in in, in saying dis, disappear, I think there has to be some level of separation because if there is no level of separation, then you really you you really can't start the healing process. Um, yeah, that's true. So yeah, so I, separating, yes, disappearing. I would say try not to, but it's very hard not to disappear because like you said, particularly if you've been with someone for a particular, for an extended period of time, most of what you know, at least over that particular period of time is associated with this person. So when you hear a song right. on the radio, you know, that's y'all song. <laughs> that's y'all song. When you see a movie, that's your movie. When you Now I didn't have that. I didn't have a song. I didn't, okay. I mean, me and my boyfriends never did have a song. Man, no. I got, man, I, got, I got songs from girls back in the third grade. Uh, no, we didn't have a song. Probably because, you know, I was on a totally different song. I was on a totally different music kick than most people were. Okay. And and I'm really, really, really old school. Like, to this day, my first dance song is kept straight to my heart because I just don't want anybody just to take that from me. Okay. And I'm pretty sure somebody has used it, but you just wouldn't, you, you wouldn't think it, you just, it's just one of those songs. It's just one of those pieces of music that I'm just not telling anybody it's going to go with me to the grave. And I just never had that song. It was, it, it was always cheesy to me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and my ex, tried my first ex he tried to have a song and every time and every time he, he and i would get yeah he tried because every time 
we would break up, he'd always have to name that tune on my voicemail messages. And I'm just sitting up here, I don't have time to listen through all your different music. You know, talking about, talking about I love Lenny Williams was on there oh all the time. And and I just, I, wow. oh, I, I grew to hate that song. And, and it, I mean, it, it was a good song, but I grew to hate that song. So if I say I had a song, yeah, Lenny Williams' I Love You was our song because every time he would play that song and it would be a waste of waste of my minutes. I could have had some extra time on my life listening to that music. L- ladies and gentlemen, I'm writing it down. Do not play Lenny Williams on the podcast. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> you, you know, it's funny. I Like, I remember, I, I don't have... I mean, I got songs and stuff, but like, I remember one one song in particular. Uh, this girl broke up with me, and she had "Let's Let's Wait a While" by Janet Jackson playing in the background when she called me on the phone to break up with me. And I was, and so like every time I hear that song, I always think about how she she dumped me. Shout out to Katina. Um, oh wow. <laughs> I can just hear Janet too sitting uh, here tomorrow. Let's wait a yeah, while. Yeah, so I mean, like, you know, I mean, I mean, we we cool, we cool to this day, but you know, she should have uh-huh. dumped me. But that's, that's that's a long story for that's another story for another day. Um, so yeah, point number one: do not for for you to have a good breakup with your mate, do not disappear. Um, point two: uh, I have written down blame. Um, it's hard not to blame your mate but how do you end a relationship without blaming the other person taking responsibility for your actions in the relationship Hmm. I mean I mean I hear people I hear friends who have and even from past you know friends telling me you know their side and and they're telling me you know why they broke up and everything i said but i always come back and i ask where did you where was your where was your problem in it while you're sticking the point finger of blame you should be sticking it right back at you because it's a two-way street first breakup i had yes he was abusive yes he was controlling Mm. but what was my role in it did i have abusive as in physically abusive or mentally abusive he was both he was physically and mentally abusive now now we don't condone (laughs) that on the 12 kyle podcast no we don't condone that we don't condone that in my life but it happened i was young i didn't know any better i mean and, and it and it happened when I got away from my family. You okay. see, he waited until I went. To, we went to college. Okay. And so, and so, even with that being said, you know, what was my what what was my my role in it? Did I have a role in that? Well, of course, he was controlling and everything, but I allowed him to manipulate me like that. And that's something that's hard to say as a strong woman mm-hmm. that I allowed him to manipulate me so yes he gets a big portion of the blame but then so do i and to this day i've always said that it's always two sides to every story Mm -hmm. he might sit up here and tell everybody 
his side of the story, I'll tell him, tell everybody my side of the story. But in the end, it all comes down to there was two parties. There's and the blame goes equal. So with that being said, he gets 75 percent of the blame. I get 25 percent of the blame and we go from that point on. That's you know, that's interesting. Um, Wow. So many levels. Um, Man. um, So I guess the the follow up question to that is when you when you look back and you say how, how much of that especially when you when you talk about abuse how mm-hmm. much of that do you attribute to you know being young and naive if you will oh um i i attribute that a lot of that okay. to being young because like i said that waited that that situation didn't really happen until i got to college and even though we we act like we grown and we know how to do the grown folks dances and we know how to grind and stuff on the dance floor and everything else. We still have a level of maturity that we miss because we have that parent security blanket. Right. And when that parent security blanket leaves us, we're kind of stuck with, well, what should I do here? And and the kind of a lot of the stuff from Tyler Perry's movies I kind of knew all of that before he had even started doing his movies Mm -hmm. so one of the things that I did was when I had relationships with anybody didn't matter I wouldn't tell people the problems that I had with them because like he said you have problems you go tell your family your family get mad y'all get y'all make up the family's Fam- still mad exactly. and then and then you have <laughs> then you have another situation here trying to get them to back you know to like him again when really it was just something minor well in my situation my mother knew what type of person he was when she you know she met him she you know that that motherly instinct she mm-hmm. knew what type of person and she tried her best and that's why he waited until i was away from that security blanket mm-hmm to to show his true colors right and so in that i you know like i said i was young i was naive and it literally took me it took him one going to jail and it took two yeah not only was he abusive mentally and physically he was also cheating on me so when old girl came to the door and told me who she was that kind of clicked in my head is it to say you know what i don't have to take this i'm in school i can go do whatever i want to do his dumb tail is in jail let him rot Mm. and that Mm. was how and that was how that that went off but so blame yes but um just make sure you assign the right portion of blame but all in all he can't he can't do no more to you than you've allowed him to do and she can't and she can't do no more to you than you have allowed her so you can't sit up here and say he this he this he this you stuck around so indeed true indeed that's that's, so so yeah you stuck around so what's your excuse right because you can't sit up here and tell me you didn't love him obviously you did Mm -hmm. otherwise you wouldn't have stuck around you know i think um for me, blame, hmm. You know, when I, I think about like previous relationships, yeah, you know, it was mostly all of their fault. 
<laughs> don't get mad because she broke up with you with less way to walk. Don't 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 all of their fault. So you know, I'm I'm denied. <laughs> Let me stop. Um, I think uh, I think over a period of time, I think you know, much like you when you're younger, you you don't really assess what it is that you uh, bring to the table, and you know, because there in, in any, I don't care whatever the breakup is, there's there's some level of fault on both sides. Uh, how mm-hmm. much the fault is, you know, even in even in divorces. I mean, there's there's right. a level of blame to to go around. Um, mm-hmm. I think one of the things that I try to do is just self-assess. Um, right. I would never say, you know, this did this relationship didn't work out uh, because you know she did this or she did that. You know, I, I, you know, just like a a, a player, um, I always try to just self-assess to figure out what it is that I because here's the thing. I want to know what it is that that I did wrong so that I don't make the same mistake in the next relationship. Because trust me, right. there's going to be another relationship and it's going to be better and she's going to look better. And it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's. You get my that's point. Yes, I get your point. But you, at the same time, see, you lucky you were able to catch yours and you don't have to worry about that. What? But me in my situation, I'm still in that situation of learning and trying to get to that point where I don't have to look anymore. Well, you know what? Even even in that, I think there's still lessons learned because like, you know, as, as many of you know, or maybe some of you listeners don't know, I'm married. Uh, but yeah, even in that, and we met in college and we went through, you know, the typical relationship type stuff. But and we've been married uh, now for 16 years. But even in our relationship, we broke up for a year. Um, and to be honest, that was probably one of the best things that happened to us because we needed to be away from each other. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't, you know, they break up and they never get back together. Uh, but even in that even in that breakup, I still had to assess what level of that I contributed to. You know, it wasn't just her tripping. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know, the fellas, right. like, man, she tripping. I don't tripping know why she tripping. She, she tripping, tripping, tripping all the time. Man. You know that type of she, thing. So she tripping, man. Right. So that was me. <laughs> so, um, but as, but you know, like I said, as you get older, you learn different things, and you just kind of you come to realize what it is that you do well in a relationship. You also come mm-hmm. to realize what you kind of fall short in a relationship, and then you just kind of grow. You try to grow from there. In, in every relationship going forward from that point. Um, right. Now, the next thing I have written down, um, being mean. Uh, one thing you do not do if you want to have a good breakup with your mate is to be mean to them. Um, have you ever been mean to somebody that you've broken up with, uh, Echo Silent, and why? Oh, yeah. You know I was mean. You you know darn well I was mean. I mean, mean. I knew the answer, but I just... I mean, I yeah, you question. knew the answer to that. I know you had to answer the question, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going I'm, I'm to let you let you slide with the uh, slide to a question. The first ex, and I can tell you right now, that was a bad breakup. So, uh, <laughs> that was a bad breakup, so I was mean. I was mean, especially especially when it was right down to the wire. He had he'd gone to jail. And there was just no way of getting away because that was before cell phones. And and at the time, and that just that just dated me, really, really. That just dated how old I am when I said it was before cell phones. All good. All good. 
it was before cell phones. So he knew how to contact me. He knew exactly where to find me. He knew my address. He knew that was the stuff when you actually remembered people's address. You remember people's phone numbers. You remembered all this stuff because that's how you kept in contact with them. So there was really no way of me getting away. So every time you look up, I get a a letter in the mail almost every day. Mm. And and every day I would and I guess in some way, I guess I was living a therapy in writing him back because I got to tell him everything I wanted to tell him in each of those letters. And he got creative too. had Daffy Duck and hearts and stuff, had some <laughs> had some Mexican guy or Hispanic guy just drawing pictures and stuff on the envelopes. I'm like, you lucky these things get to me because they <laughs> might, you know, post office go through his stuff and everything. And so he's sending me all these letters. And while he's sending me all baby, 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 please, baby, please stuff, I'm sitting up here and like, nigga, get away from me. Get off me. I don't <laughs> want to talk to you. You're a dick. You know, you're, he's like, I can't believe you telling me this while I'm in jail. Well, you want to know something else? The sex is bad. So shut Ooh. the hell up. You know, just, I, I went through every, every emotion in the book and I was me. So I knew that this was not going to be a relationship that was going to ever, ever amount to anything. So, yes, I was mean and I was doing it. I was petty. I brought pettiness <laughs> to a new level. Petty just, <laughs> just, just to piss him off. I brought it to a new level. But that's what happens when you're young and yet. And you're kind of naive because you don't know any better <laughs> at the that's time. You just know what you felt. Um. I I don't think I've been mean to anybody. Um cold, yes. Uh so I so I've had good breakups, but um mean no. I've never been mean cuz I I'm not really a mean-spirited person. Um cold, yes. I, I I can be very cold. Um I can be an asshole and I was a cold asshole at one point in time. <laughs> um matter of fact, two or three points in time. Um but I yeah. Can't believe that. But, but it's it's uh but I, I felt you know, it was more or less. It wasn't necessarily them. It was more of a, of a defense mechanism. Defense mechanism, if you will. It was. It was basically uh-huh. me trying to protect my head and my heart. So, I instead of being mean, I could be cold, and you know that was easier for me to kind of maneuver and you know kind of tell you off without actually telling you off. But yeah, I would. That's the way you do it. I would definitely suggest if you want to have a good breakup, do not be mean. But sometimes that's hard to do. <laughs> I believe me, I understand. I get it. I totally get it. Um, I do. The next point: self pity. How do you avoid self pity uh, in having a good breakup? How do you avoid self pity? I don't think I can. I don't think I could do that because I think. I always wallowed in my really? self-pity. Okay. It didn't, I, I did. I always wallowed in my self-pity because in a way, you just, you just, it, it just kind of, you felt it. You felt every bit of it. There was really nothing that you couldn't feel about it. It's so, so when you wallow, I, I so really when you wallowing in the self-pity, are you, are you the person Sitting on a couch, eating, you know, bonbons and watching Lifetime movies all day. No. <laughs> no, I'm not getting fat. <laughs> but 
but I would, I, I would, I think my self pity was my lack of eating. I would stop eating. Oh, I would not eat. Yeah, that's the worst. Um, I, I would not eat. I would stay in my room. I literally would cry. I would probably drink water, but I would not eat. I wouldn't go anywhere. And and people, I would disappear. Like, you know how you're, you're, it's hard not to disappear from mm-hmm. the person that you're, you know, people literally during this time I was in college. And so my college best friend at the time, Sherry, she was like, where the hell have you been? <laughs> Came knocking on the door. I was like, I don't want to talk about it. She's like, what happened? And why the hell have I not seen you in three weeks? She said, I know you've been going to classes. But you have disappeared. And I was like, I don't even want to talk about it. She said, Kendrick, I said, yeah. She said, you're going to have to eat something. Because you look like you done lost about 10 pounds. I was like, I don't care. Mm. So she had to literally bring me out of that. Um, and it's it's hard not to wallow in self-pity. It really is. Because at the same time, you look like your life is over this this person that you had dreams of marrying of course i didn't dream to marry him i knew <laughs> i wasn't gonna marry him right this dreams of, you know the, your your opportunity to get married has now just lessened because now you're in college and even though you, you didn't know any better because he was a high school sweetheart mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like do i even know how to meet a new person mm-hmm. do i know what i need to do Oh my God. So you, you cry and you wallow and everything. That's just the way I did things. Not everybody does the same thing, but I don't see how, how easy it is. Or I don't, I don't self pity me and self pity really just don't get along. And, and I suffered, I suffered it a lot. So I don't really think that there's a way you can avoid it. You're going to, you're going to fall into it somehow, some way. If you love the person, you're going to fall into it. If you didn't, then that means that you just didn't love that person. <laughs> you just, that person was a side piece, a baby boy, or whatever. The, mm, I don't know how you... Mm, mm, I ain't got nothing to say about that. You, you know what? I think... and You that, that's you said a mouthful just then. Um, self-pity. I never... this. There's always been something in me that would just wouldn't allow me to wallow in self-pity. Um, I guess there's a difference between being down and having and, and, and you know having true self-pity. Um, I would get da- I would get down. I've been down before, um, mm-hmm. but not for long. Like I I would have my moments where I'd be like, damn man, you know I can't believe we ain't together. And then like you know, but I'm you know, fifteen, sixteen. What- <laughs> you try you just try to open up apps and they just have sound just come uh, on just be making you mad yeah, man yeah. don't don't open up your your, your uh <laughs> your country music award app <laughs> on the 12 uh, i can't believe i can't believe <sighs> man what the devil <laughs> uh anyway <laughs> sorry about that folks I'm, I'm sorry about that i really yeah, was you, not expecting good, that good. that's funny that's a first um, but yeah, I, I just, I, I couldn't, I mean, whether I was, you know, 16 or 27, um, I just couldn't, I, it's just not in me to, to, to really dwell on stuff like that. 
Um, mm-hmm. You get down, but I think you, one of the ways that you try to avoid it is you just kind of remember what got you to that point as far as in that relationship. I mean, like, right. you know, there's good in you. So, so you kind of, mm-hmm. instead of really reflecting on what went bad you 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 kind of big yourself up you know what i mean you, you kind of right you get that confidence and say well hey I, I couldn't have been too bad because you know i was in this relationship you know we were together he was liking me he was loving me you know other dudes were checking for me <laughs> you know that's like other dudes right were, other dudes were flirting with me other dudes was yeah. in my dms so you know I, I i'm still i'm still hot in these streets you know that type of thing so i just I, it's not really in my nature to really dwell on stuff like that, so I never really wallowed in it. But I think, um, I think you, as long as you really just kind of reaffirm to yourself who you are, and I think right. if you do that, and if you do that enough, I think that's how you avoid uh, self pity. Um, Boosting self esteem. Yes, yes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Twelve Kyle Podcast. Got my girl Echo Silent rocking with me, and we are talking about. Uh, things that you need to do to have a good breakup. Um, last point I have on on things that you should not do to have a good breakup. Um, it goes without saying. It's pretty simple. Get naked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you question. want to have a good breakup, you probably should not get naked. So the question is, how likely are you to get back in bed with your mate after breaking up with them? Well, it also it also depends on the on the person. Of course, it it depends on the person. I mean, like, now you guys, you now, guys just broke up. You, you're not, and then you don't even have to speak to your situation in particular. You just broke up. You know, you're feeling a little vulnerable. And you know they come through to you know I don't know pick up their clothes or something. Okay, okay. If they okay, but you also gotta look at the fact if they had a bad breakup or if they had a good breakup. Now if they had a good breakup, how likely are you to get back in the man? You're going to hop in the bed with them the minute you see them. Okay, all right, okay. I, like I said, I can only speak to myself, and right, I can only speak right. to my experiences. So, of course, the guy who you know, the bad breakup guy, which was the abusive boyfriend, boyfriend number one, <clears throat> I was not likely going to get in bed with him because I destroyed all this stuff. <laughs> I, I punctured holes in his waterbed. I, I mean, I tore up his. I tore up his clothes. I mean, literally, I found out from his brother that when they went to go pick up his apartment, they were like, dude, you're going to lose your deposit because it was water everywhere. Mm, and, and the only thing I hated and I regretted about that is that I didn't get the TV. I wanted the TV. The TV was nice because that was 27 inch at the time. You know, that was big time for us back then. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the TV. So I was mad. But anyway, Boyfriend number one, he wasn't going to get it. So I didn't have to worry about it. Now, boyfriend number three, on the other hand, this last one, I can't see him. I've already told him. We've told each other we're dangerous because if we come in contact with each other, oh, yeah, we get naked. We get naked. It's going to (laughs) be slopping, sweaty, all kinds of stuff. So that's the reason why we don't even talk to each other. And I miss that because he was he he was my best friend mm-hmm. but i also know that we are not good for each other and we cannot see each other we cannot talk to each other because we know that 
we are good together in that aspect. Mm. Mm. So you just now you just really <laughs> said a mouthful. We aren't good for each other, but we're good together in bed. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. I recognize that. I, I think yeah. you, you know, and I think that's that's maturity right there because um you know, if you were 22 saying that, you probably wouldn't, you know, it'd probably be like, you know what? Oh, hell, you might as well. <laughs> yeah, just go on. Just, just go, go on. And go to, yeah, go to just go on and do it. Um, and, and we'll probably keep on doing it until some situation is exactly. forced to the point that where you ain't like, got no choice and you're probably going to end up hating each other in even, the first place. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we, we made the mutual we made the mutual decision. And we I, know that we cannot. And I think that's, like I said, that's mature because I think ultimately what you, what people realize is, is that that's not a, while it might feel good, it might just really, really feel good and bring back memories or whatever like that. It's a temporary fix for a long term and it for, for a long term solution that's not there. Uh, right. You, you broke up for a reason. So, jumping back into bed is only going to make you feel good and feel good about this you know the fact that y'all broke up for you know 10 15 maybe five minutes <laughs> however long it takes for some of you people out there um, i'm not there's i'm so, not divulging any information well, no, i'm not saying you i'm just I mean, <laughs> some for some folks it's five minutes uh, um, yeah no, i don't so, get that uh, or, or three minutes um, yeah i don't get that either <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I, I think ultimately, um, it's not, nah, it's not good. It's if, if you want to have a good breakup, uh, you, you can't get naked. You just, you, you can't, no. you have to, you have to be mature enough to understand that, you know, we, we've broken up for a reason and the sex is only going to confuse things. It's not going yeah. to make things any better, uh, between us and, at that Gotta point, keep them clothes on. Yeah, at Gotta that keep point, them clothes on, yeah. The last thing you want, you you've already broken up. The last thing you want is confusion. Mm-hmm. Period point blank. That's the yeah. last thing that you want is confusion. So um so yeah, those are the things that you need to do. The, the, excuse me, those are the things that you don't need to do uh in order to have a good breakup. Disappear, uh play play the blame game, uh be mean, have self pity, and get naked. Uh, what we're going to do right now is we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, we'll come back on the other side and on the other side, we'll, we'll talk about things that you should do, uh, in order to have a good breakup. It's me, your boy, 12 Kyle on the 12 Kyle podcast with my girl Echo Solomon. We'll be back. We'll be back in just a second. (laughs) Getting tongue tied here. (laughs) We'll be back in a second. Heck yeah. When you wait forever for the cable guy, you get bored. When you get bored, you start staring out windows. When you start staring out windows, you see things you shouldn't see. When you see things you shouldn't see, you need to vanish. When you need to vanish, you fake your own death. When you fake your own death, you dye your eyebrows. And when you dye your eyebrows, you attend your own funeral as a guy named Phil Shifley. Don't attend your own funeral as a guy named Phil Shifley. Get rid of cable and upgrade to DirecTV. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Welcome back. It's your boy, 12 Kyle. 12 Kyle Podcast. Got my girl, Echo Silent, in the building. Uh, we're talking about the good breakup. Uh, things that you need to do to have a good breakup. Now, in the first part, 
uh, we talked about things that you should not do in order to have a good breakup. Now, on this segment, we're going to talk about the things that you need to do to have a good breakup. Uh, so one thing that I have written down here is uh, set the stage. Um, I guess when you're breaking up with someone, um, <laughs> particularly if you're the one doing the dumping, uh, you want to make sure that this person uh, is, uh, you know, maybe not caught off guard, you know, maybe not uh, uh, in a bad space, if you will. So I guess <laughs> the question is, uh, how important is it to be in a place or an area of comfort, like in their house or in a public place, you know, someplace where they ain't going to set it off, you know, <laughs> that type of thing. I, You know what? I'm back you know i never okay for so the first boyfriend bad breakup we didn't we really didn't officially break up because he went to jail and i just broke it off so that Mm -hmm. was that was simple easy the second time the second person i broke up with boyfriend number two um we were in his house and i broke it off and so, okay. so, that was so good. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that situation was basically, I don't set stages. I don't, I don't set stages. And then the good breakup with uh, boyfriend number three, uh, we, like we said, we kind of mutually broke it off, but I think we broke it off in my place. So, so really, I, I'm, I'm all over the place. I've been all over the place. <laughs> but I don't really set stages. If it needs to be done, it needs to be done. doesn't mm-hmm. matter where you do it or, or, or how long or what time or, you know, I, I just don't. I, I, that's me, though. I, I'm, if I know that it's not going well or if I know that we're not going to be compatible or, or we just not going to make it, I'd rather go ahead and do it. It doesn't matter where I'm at look we gotta talk mm-hmm. um of course i try not to use those words because that's a kiss <laughs> of death and that's what men tend to avoid they don't want to talk so um. i always you, you know i always try and, and sit up here and be like see this is what's going on and this is how i see it mm-hmm. and yeah i'm just gonna end it and and I didn't. It wasn't to music. It wasn't to anything. It was just. It was straight, clean. You know, straightforward, clean cut, and everything. Um, second boyfriend was really simple. If you don't feel, if you don't know what you want, then I'll know for the both of us. And I walked out the door. Right. Wow. That was simple for me. Um, did it hurt? Yeah, of course it hurt. But I also knew better that I was not going to settle for what he was dishing at the time so i went ahead and and i did it for both of us Mm -hmm. he he didn't hear from him for a while so i guess i could say he wasn't psycho he wasn't crazy and he didn't do anything crazy to my car right and like i said the third boyfriend um i hate to say how how we really broke up but we literally don't have to go into details if you don't want to (laughs) oh well you know i don't care about details details are just minutia um <laughs> he his, he got his car towed and mm. he got mad well he didn't really get upset he it just kind of bothered him that 
I had to drive him all the way back to his house before work. And I still managed to get back to work on time. And so he said, well, I guess God is telling me that I need to leave you alone because everything is working in your favor. Mm. And so that was the last time we said anything to each other. <laughs> and do you know how do you know how profound <laughs> how profound that was when he said that to me? Mm-hmm. He said, "I guess God is working in your favor because everything is going your way." Hmm. That's inter- <laughs> that's a, I that's interesting in and of itself. Um, yeah, <laughs> that, that he would say that. I mean, particularly if you didn't know the breakup was coming. Um, I think really when you when you have this when you make the attempt to set the stage like it says like I have written down here um, you know if you're going to break up with someone you probably should break up with them in their place because think about it if you and I are, are, are going out we're, we're together now keep in mind we're from the go together era so I'm gonna just say we go together and then <laughs> I break up with I'm I'm, I'm at your house and I break up and you break up with me. I'm sorry. If, if you're at my house mm-hmm. and I break up with you, mm-hmm. I might have a hard time getting you out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you do you mean? That. We breaking up. I ain't going where, nowhere. Where? Yeah. That, I'm going to yeah, stay here and that, get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you going to bring some women over here or something? Yeah. You seeing yeah, somebody else? That. Yeah. So, you know, so there it's, is that, it's yes. best. If you're going to break up with someone, do it in their place. Their house, yeah. That way you can leave. You know, because they're probably yeah. not likely to leave your spot. Um a public place, I think, is good. Uh, because people are less likely to like lose it, you know. Um uh Ooh, in what world? Well, in what world? In what world now? I what? mean, cause you know, back in the day, yeah. Nowadays, it's reality TV, so anything goes. Well, here, here's the thing. I think, I think if you do it in a public place, uh, okay, right? Yeah, okay, so you're you're at, <laughs> so you're, I'm you're just saying you're at the mall. You're at the That's... mall, and and you and you break up with him. He's probably he's probably not likely to raise his voice. He's probably not likely to bust out in a bunch of tears, uh, like a five year old. Um, He's probably going to hold it in and cry in the car. Okay. All right. You, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's he going to go cry in the car. Okay. Yeah. We know that. Okay. But we also looking at the fact, what are the odds of a man actually being that emotional over a breakup? It's not very likely. I'm not saying it's not impossible, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying it's not likely. If it happens it, it, in it, public, he probably won't be that uh, emotional. No, he probably won't be that emotional. He probably wasn't emotional like that in the first place, though. I mean, no, don't. I mean, don't. I, don't sell men short. I mean, like he will probably be emotional, but he won't be Carl Thomas. I mean, he ain't gonna be out here crying. Uh, no, no, he ain't gonna be Carl Thomas. No. <laughs> but, if he uh, called Thomas, then the shoot, he ain't gonna last two weeks right. with me. So I need you to be. I need you to have a backbone, dude. So yeah, um, I, I think it's. I think those are are. are I think that's very important to do it, especially if you're the one that's 
doing the dumping, you want to make them be in a space where they're where they are as comfortable as possible because you're because more than likely they don't know what's coming like you said unless unless you hit them with the kiss of death which is what is the kiss of death we need to talk <laughs> see that's universal i don't care i don't give a damn how old you are i don't care what color you are if a woman or a man says we need to talk it's something. Man. Well, if a man says it, if a man says it, then you know it's serious. You know it's but serious. But if a if a woman says it, man, you forget it. Man. It's over. Game over. But like you say, that is the kiss of death, and it just that that whole we need to talk thing. But me personally, I just don't like to do anything in public. I'm very private person. Mm. So I mean, if I'm gonna find some place. Maybe let's go to a park or something. That way, if you really just have to express your emotions, go grab a tree branch. <laughs> go, go, go dig up some dirt. Right. Go, 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 go play around in a sandbox. If that's, if that's really your choosing. I, I just, I don't like to do things in public. And even though the park is public, it's not that many people in the park because people don't play outside no more. So... I I I just never been that ter- I okay. I I just never been that person to do anything in public. I, I'm secretive like that. Okay, okay. I think um, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, I've done it in public before. Um, I've been dumped before in public, so I've I've seen it happen both ways. Not not by it just it just it was just the circumstance. I don't think it was anything by choice. But I think that's a that's a good way to have a good breakup. I mean, because you have to set the stage because you want them to be, as I mentioned before, as comfortable as possible because you're literally about to rock their world. If they, you know, particularly if they don't know that it's coming. Now, sometimes you know it's coming, then you can kind of, you know, you just see it for what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing to have a good breakup is you have to make treaties or set ground rules if you will how good are you with making treaties and what I mean by making treaties is just saying hey these are the guidelines for us as we move forward you know I won't call you like you said you won't call me we're gonna unfriend each other on social media I won't call your mama them <laughs> or anything like that uh, so how good are you with making treaties with your mate when you break up and, uh, and how important is it to establish some ground rules? Um, how good am I making treaties? I would probably say I am the Anita Hill when it comes okay. to making treaties. Okay. Um, because when you break up, and what is so funny to me is that this last breakup even though it was mutual and it was amicable between me and him, for some reason, his friends were, they, they're the ones that took it hard. Mm. And, and I was, I was sitting up here and I was like, what's, what's, what's the problem here? We want you to hang out. Do you really think I'm going to go hang out with y'all when he's there? Right. Well, he don't have to come. What you mean? He doesn't have to, he's your friend. Right. And, and, and what they what they don't understand is that when you see them, you also see him. You also <laughs> see him, and, and and I guarantee you, it never failed because they were like, "Well, we're gonna go to main event, okay? Where's Steven? Oh, he working. 
not 10 minutes into the main event. Here comes Steven. Mm. Thought you said he was working. Ah, we. He said he was. He said he was working. Uh, oh, okay. Here we go with the he said. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Whatever. Okay. So yes, it is about making treaties. You have to make treaties because when you break up with him, I've come to conclusion you got to break up with the friends too, mm-hmm. yep. and, and they and the family too, and and the family too. <laughs> they won't let you go. Oh, well, we we miss you. You got to come to dinner. Why would I come to y'all's dinner and we're not seeing each other? Well, we'll see each other at church. Okay, I'll be at the other campus. This one mm. is close to my house. I I mean, it's just. It, I mean, you literally, you have to make treaties because you have to sit up here and you have to break up with the family. You have to break up with the friends and you have to break up with each other. And your second question in which you said, um, how, how important, important yeah. is it to establish ground rules? It is very important because the minute you break a rule, that leaves the door open mm-hmm. for whatever yes, yes, to occur. Yes. And you cannot let that door open. You you can't. If you leave that door open, you're leaving that door open to something that you already know is not working. So why <laughs> open that door? Somebody needs to make a song like that. Close the door. <laughs> Just like you turn off the lights. And trust me, if you leave that door open... <laughs> We will come back. We you go and and if it's and then it's not even it's not even about the guy anymore. The girls will come back in, and I'm sitting up here and I'm like, y'all ain't got no respect for y'all self. Y'all gotta sit up here. Well, girl, he just he just no no. There's no excuse. Close the door. Turn off the lights. Save some light bills. Do something. (laughs) (laughs) But. Try and stick to your ground rules because otherwise you might as well just continue the farce or to continue this little charade y'all got going on because you don't want to. Right. You don't. You, you don't want to. You don't want to move on. You want to stay where you are. And and to me, I've always been in that that point. I go one I, a date. Dating to me is a one way door. I go out of that door I'm not coming back in okay okay I'm not coming back okay. in I, you know what go ahead I'm sorry and and people asked they were like would you take your ex back ooh do you know there had to be some significant changes in his life in order for me to come back through that door Mm. You're not you're not meant to go back to your past. You're supposed to pass your past you on and move to your you future. Go. I think um, I think I think you 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 nailed it. I, I really don't have much to add. I think you have to set some type of ground rules. Um, if for nothing else, just your own personal sanity. Because um, if you don't, you 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 will live to regret it. You'll say, well. I knew I should have cut him off. I knew I should have did this. I knew I should have done that. Um, unfortunately, you know, part of breaking up, yeah, you got to break up with your friends. You got to break up with the family too, if you, especially if you're that close. Um, and I know people don't like to hear that because, you know, the first thing, oh, I'm still tight with her sister. Okay, yeah, I guess, you know, but I mean, his friends really aren't your friends. His, his friends are just 
your friends because of a byproduct through him. You know, if, if you remove him from the situation, no, you're, you're not friends. I mean, you, you might have been associates, but you know, you're not friends. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's very, very important to establish ground rules. If for no, no other reason, just for your own personal sanity as you try to move forward. Um, now, the last point I have written down here, uh, things that you should do in order to have a good breakup. Um, be kind. Sounds simple. Easier said than done. Uh, how have you managed how just to be kind to, to your ex after breaking up with them? I guess we're referring to the good break, breakup. I I tried my best to be kind to him because it wasn't so much that we weren't good for each other. It was more of there was too much of a disconnect. Mm-hmm. I was in a different I was at a different place in my life and he was at a different place in his life. And those, those places just didn't intersect. Mm. And so even though the sex and the bad part intersected just fine, we still had the whole point of, would he be able to take care of me? Would he be able to, he he just didn't have that stability that a woman pretty much looks for Mm -hmm. in a relationship to move it to the next level. Mm. And so in that case, I told him that. I'm like, we're in two different places. There's just no way that you're going to be able to meet me right now. And you don't want to be married. I want to be married. That right there tells us that we need to be away from each other. Right. And and it and it took a it, it took a minute for the both of us to kind of just you know let it go because it was just we were good we were good friends really mm. good friends i could talk to him about anything he carried he knew how to carry on a conversation we had fun with each other so i literally lost my best friend due to differences in our in our pathway mm. in our life pathway and so because we were on that different journey we were able to be kind to one another we okay. were able to be honest with one another and we didn't have to we didn't have to hurl insults or anything of that nature he knew what he was going on in his life and i told him and i was like you can't be mad at me for that because you know it's true well yeah yeah it's true i said and i'm over here doing this and you know that's true well yeah that, that's why it is so Honestly, we just we, we just kind of need to leave. We need to leave it alone. Of course, you know, somebody left the door open and, and we tried to go back through it. But <laughs> what ended up happening was, is that when the last time we were together, his car got towed. And so that hit his pocket. Right. And that's when he said, you know, it's really funny. We don't need to be together because God is favoring you in so many ways that he's not favoring me. Hmm. And that was the last time we, you know, like I said, that was the last time we saw each other. And it was it was kind. He he was honest about it. And it and it was true because he didn't. The only thing I came off of was maybe some gas. (laughs) If anybody knows how much it costs to get a car out of tow you know his pocket got hit hard right right and he was not making the money that i was making right 
So, <laughs> so I guess you could say his eye-opening experience in his pocket. Yeah, he was like, "Okay, I, I gotta get, I gotta get my life together." <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know what he's doing now. Um, uh, and, and I mean, it's not. I don't think about it all the time, but every once in a while, I think about if he's okay and stuff. And I'm like, well, if it's meant for me to know, you know, right. somehow away, and then I find out. Um, but I don't, I don't make that effort. For me, I think it's at, at this stage of the, at this stage of the game, this stage of my life. Uh, it's easier for me to be kind now. Um, I mean, I'm married, so I'm not. But if, even if, uh, assuming that I was not married, uh, if I was in and out of relationships like most people that I know are, um, I think it would be easy for me to be kind. Uh, Twenty years ago, not as much. Um, I, I was, I was, like I said, the asshole side of me, like, cause my thing would be like, yo, like we're not together, so why do I need to be? Like, I wouldn't be mean to you, but I'm not gonna be nice. Like, I'm just, like, just the asshole in me, like, just something simple. Like, one of my boys might see you and be like, yo, uh, shorty asked about you, what she asked me for? I want to talk to her, right? Why, why, well, I'm st- why, why are you bringing her name up? You know, like I, I would just like. <laughs> I'm still like that. I'm still like that with certain people. Yeah, I, just, I mean, not even, not even just boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm like that with friends. Yeah, they, they go. So you know, you know, like, I, I mean, it's so like, uh, it depends it, on the situation. Exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. It just depends on the situation. Um, like I said, 20 years ago, definitely not going to be nice. Um, I, well, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be kind, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I. I I'm glad that I've grown and matured, but yeah, when I think back to my teenage years and yeah, I was, yeah, I mean, if we, if we weren't together, no, you, you might get the asshole. It just depends on the day. It depends on what, which, it depends on which way the wind blew. <laughs> I, you know, it's really funny that you say that because I've mellowed out a whole lot mm-hmm. since I was young. I mean, I'm still a bit, a bit of a hothead. I mean, I, I, my line name for, you know, my sorority that just explains it all but i have mellowed out so and that's i good. might not be mean but i am direct hey. and and that and some people say that that's worse than being mean and and i'm saying how no because, because when you direct you you just you you're not for the bs you know no, I'm all about being truthful and honest, and exactly. I will tell you my truth really exactly. quick. <laughs> and, and I don't care how harsh and it is. And your truths don't include BS. <laughs> no, it really don't. It's Straight not my middle hip. name. Straight not my middle name. Uh, <laughs> tell you what, let's take another quick commercial on the other side. We're gonna do something, man, that we do here on the on the Twelve Kyle Podcast. Anytime we have a guest on. A uh, little little thing we call the dozen. Uh, what the dozen is? Twelve off the wall random questions uh, that she has no knowledge of. Uh, so they, so she's got to come off the dome. Um, they're gonna be funny. They're gonna be clever because I came up with them. Um, and, and and then we're gonna wrap the podcast up. So. Um, uh, I was about to, I was about to literally get mad at you. I'm like, I know you're not finna sit up here and talk about your mama jokes. No, We're no, not no, finna have no, it. No, 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 much, much more savvier than your eighth grade humor that I normally carry carry around. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, when we get back from the break, 
uh, on the other side. Me and uh, Echo Silent are going to break it down. We'll do the dozen, and then we'll wrap up the podcast. Uh, we'll be back in just a second. Hey, baby. Hey, what's up? Not much. Just wanted to talk to the most beautiful girl in the world. That's all. That's sweet. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, nice to know that I'm the only man in your world. I am the only man in your world. Right? Baby? Switch to the network with the fewest dropped calls. Singular. Baby, is it, is it Earl? Singular. Raising the bar. Cat got your tongue? Earl got your tongue. And we are back. You're listening to the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your host, 12 Kyle. Joining me on this podcast is my homegirl, Echo Silent. Uh, it's time for the dozens. Um, Echo Silent, are you ready for the dozens? I'm never ready for the dozens. <laughs> I can't ever win the dozens. Even when I was in middle school, I couldn't win the dozens. I'd get past maybe two jokes, and that was it. Yeah, these, these are just random questions off the wall. Uh, 12, because, uh, you know, 12 is a divine number and it's my number. So, hey, here we go. Um, <laughs> number <laughs> one, have you ever, since, since we're on a subject of breakups, uh, have you ever broken up with someone and wondered, did I do the right thing? No. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, at least you're honest. <laughs> No, I'm, I mean, I guess maybe if I broke up with someone and maybe that initial shock probably mm-hmm. put me in that, in that, did I do the right thing? But as time, you know, went on, it was the right thing to do. Okay, okay. Um, question two. Post breakup rumors. Have you ever started a rumor about your ex? No. I won't. I won't say that rumors had been started about me. Okay. But I didn't deliberately go out. And no. Okay. 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 All if right. people ask me, if people ask me what happened, I told the truth. At you know the truth that I knew it as the time at the time. So you never so. said, well, "Yeah, I broke up with him because he's on crack and he owes you know Sammy." $50,000 no no I did I, I uh, with the first boyfriend you know he went to jail they asked me how did you you know why'd you break I said because he went to jail <laughs> and he went to jail he went to jail because he stole a 13 inch TV VCR out of Walmart and that was true you big dummy <laughs> that's, that's, I swear to God I, I swear to God Red Fox is Okay. Okay. So, so I gotta ask sidebar question. Um, okay. Is he still in jail? No. Oh, okay. But he did come out and he did try and find me. He came up to my job and I wasn't working oh, at the time. Okay. Yeah. He he did and and when she, she was like Nadia he he's such a nice looking man I was like who are you talking about this nice looking because even when I was dating him he was cute mm-hmm. so what are you talking about he's nice he's mannerable and wanted to find you mm. so when I found him I was like you just have to act a fool don't you <laughs> oh man that's crazy that is crazy um, question three you and your mate break up in the month of May his birthday is in the month of June. 
Do you call him and wish him happy birthday? No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because that would be breaking the rules. Okay. 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 You've made a treaty and you've broken rules. You, you've made rules. Mm-hmm. This ain't no Boston Tea Party. Gotcha. 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 All right. Question four. You break up with your mate, but you remain friends on Facebook. How often would you check their page? I don't. <laughs> you don't you because don't check their page or you don't no, remain friends you, on Facebook? You, you don't remain friends on Facebook. Okay, but let's 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 for this for this question, let's say that you decided to remain friends on Facebook. How often would you check their page? I wouldn't. Okay. Because honestly, if, okay, so say, okay, like you said, you say you say friends on Facebook and mm. everything else. The minute I see something <laughs> that pertains to him and another woman, it, it, it no, just pertains to him. My main thing is okay, unfollow, mm. mute, like you say, mute, right. unfollow. Right. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. And in the and in the end, you still don't want to be friends with them because just like you might be going and creeping on his page, he could be going and creeping on your page. True, true indeed. And you ain't getting no chances to sit up here and come in and talk about, um, who is this? None of your goddamn <laughs> business. And you know that's coming too. I can't You believe, know it's coming. I can't believe she's out here with this busted taking pictures. <laughs> Especially if you know what he lost. Right. Exactly. Question five. Have you been dumped before and your mate found someone quote unquote soon and you wondered were they seeing this person while we were together? And if so, how did you handle it? Um, it's, It's his life. Okay. Um, there was boyfriend number two that happened with boyfriend number two. Um, that was when I sat up here and I said, you know, what do you want to do? I don't know. Well, if you don't know, I'll know for you. Mm-hmm. And I knew kind of that he was kind of trying to see her or see this new girl. And so he never said out, outright now, out now, right. But I did eventually find out that he started seeing somebody else. And I was just like, well, another one bites the dust. <laughs> and that leads me to my next question. Question six. And this can apply to you or friends, or anybody, you know, um, what's the quickest amount of time you've seen someone break up with someone and then start a new relationship? Oh, um, there's only one there was only one instance I've actually seen that happen really really fast and mm-hmm. it ain't even in my sphere of friends they weren't even my sphere of friends and, and I hate to say this because that was during my trolling time okay the quickest time I've ever seen was Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt breaking up <laughs> damn she was a celebrity <laughs> <laughs> that was the quickest I had ever seen somebody break up and get together real quick because literally she left him and not even 
close. Not even that. They, him, him, and 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 Angelina were on the red carpet, and I was just like, damn. Okay, now I'm can not, you let the ink dry? I know who they are, <laughs> but I don't follow them. How long was that? Do you know? Was it like a week, two weeks, a month? It was two weeks. It damn. had to. It had to have been two weeks because what happened was is. She, and she actually, Jennifer Aniston actually said it in People. That, that's like I said, this was during my trolling days. Jennifer Aniston said that basically he sent her the papers mm-hmm. and she said probably not a week later he was on the red carpet with her. Wow. And she was off I don't know, she was off doing a movie or something when it happened. And I said you didn't even let the ink dry, dude. <laughs> you just served other papers and just bounced. Like, I've seen out. it happen in movies, right? But this actually happened in real life, and I'm just like, damn. Hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. That is Mm-mm. crazy. Um, question seven, and this this can apply to you or or just people in general. Why do people flirt? When you with with you when you have someone, but as soon as you're available, they ignore you. You know, I don't I I don't know because I only flirt when I'm single. I don't flirt with anybody unless unless I'm single. I I'm, I'm that's karma. You know, I'm not I'm not fucking with karma. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know why people do that. Maybe it's the it's to make themselves feel good, or, you know, make them make themselves feel good about themselves. Okay. Or you know, just just them being assholes. Period. Uh, I I mean, I don't know. I think it's rude. It's crude. It's messed up. But somewhere deep down, I think in a way they're missing that that spark, that that excitement in their life. So they'd like to do stupid stuff like that. Because I do. <laughs> I had a dude who sat up here and he was flirting with me the whole time. He had a ring on his finger and I'm sitting up here mm. like, uh, you you do see that that band of gold <laughs> on your on that left hand, right? And he was like, man, that's no, uh, 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 uh. Let me let me guess. He said, I ain't tripping. Why you tripping? I, uh, yeah, I ain't tripping. Why you? Uh, 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 uh. Before uh, you even before you even step foot through that door, playing, let me go on and handle this up for you, right, right quick. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Next, next question, question mm-hmm. eight has, a, and this, like I said, this can apply to you or, or maybe someone that you know. Um, mm-hmm. Has a breakup ever caused you to do something drastic? What I mean by drastic, doing something crazy like cut all your hair off or make you get drunk, you know, send <laughs> send drunk texts. <laughs> uh no but no drunk text no drinking mm-hmm. but i always knew i guess some kind of i guess some kind of innate sensibility about myself if i was gonna break up with somebody i knew it because i always cut off my hair really it it never it never fails now, when you say Never cut your hair fails. off, did you cut it all the way like Sinead O'Connor cut it off? Or oh, no. Halle well, Berry cut? You know. I did do a Sinead O'Connor with 
ex-boyfriend number three. Okay. I did. And then we broke up for a little bit. And I guess he got to the point where he was like, okay, I could care less about the hair. Because for some reason, men value the hair. You're damn right we do. You, you, <laughs> y'all value the hair. I don't get it. it it's, it's, never, it's never, you know, crossed my mind. I've, me, I've always had periods where my hair is long. And then I'd always cut my hair off because I've just always liked short hair. So now it, it's it's it, I'm keeping it relatively short because I don't like it long. Um, if I straighten it out, it's probably longer than it has been. But when with boyfriend number three, my hair was down my back mm -hmm. and I literally I didn't bald it, but it was cut close. Okay. Okay. And when it happened, it just took him for a loop and we did end up breaking up. And and it but it it, it always it never failed. Anytime I broke up, I broke up with boyfriend number one, cut off all my hair. It was short, it was short faded. It wasn't, you know, it because I had a relaxer, so it was it was short faded. It wasn't, you know, you know, I didn't completely go bald, but yeah, when I broke up with uh, boyfriend number two, yeah, you, I, you, I had, I, I cut my hair. Yeah, you do realize that that's not your hair, right? Okay, so ladies, all the ladies listening right now, yeah, the hair does matter. Excuse um, me, it, excuse yeah, me, it, it's not you don't hair. pay for this hair, so it ain't your hair. It, it ain't his hair. It's, he it's don't pay for that hair. hair. That's remember, my hair. I remember one time. I remember one time I came home. It was a Friday, and my wife she got you know she she said she's going to get her hair done. I'm thinking okay, she, you know get the little edges whatever whatever the case may be, and she got some of it cut. And I'm like, yo, where's the hair? She was like, I I got it cut. You you like it? I was like, yo, you ain't asked me to get. <laughs> and I and I told her you gonna pay for it? No. So yeah, so ladies, no, that it's not your hair; it's our hair. Um, no, it's not. I will say this: um, while I'm I'm down with the, with the short haircut, I'm down with the with, you know with the natural. What, however you want to do, if you want to rock a baldy, that's fine. Just understand this, ladies: not everybody can pull off a short cut. Some of you, that's some, true. Some of you have water heads. That's set up for <laughs> you are wrong for that. You wrong for that. You are hey, wrong for that. But you just know like what? Some dudes got blockheads. They can't rock a baldy. <laughs> but it, you know it is what? what it is. I will tell you one thing. I can rock my hair long or short, and you've seen it. So don't yeah, even yeah, go yeah, no, there. No, no, no. You you got to write. You you don't have a waterhead, so you good. <laughs> but for some of you waterhead <laughs> women out there, hey, you know who you are. <laughs> just don't cut your hair. Off. I mean, I'm, if you want to cut a little bit off. But you know you can't go from you know shoulder length to the body, <laughs> and you got a water head. You know it's not gonna look good. Gonna well, make... He, you gotta gradually, you yeah. gotta gradually lead him into it. You can't just sit yeah, up here yeah. and go. You can't do like me. You can't do like me. Yeah. I just thought my hair was unless hair. you have a head that's shaped for it. your head. Like I said, your head is shaped. <laughs> your head is is fine for you know a short or long style. But you know, there's some women out there. You know who you are. I'm not gonna point you out. But you got a waterhead, don't cut your Don't cut. <laughs> Moving on. Yes. Please. Uh, next question. Question nine. Um, have you ever, and again, these questions can be applied to you or people that you know. 
If you've ever broken up with someone and they asked for a gift back that they got you during the time that you were together. Oh, no. Okay. No. Um, because I was always willing to give it back. He never asked. I gave him back. And it was each boyfriend had something, bought me something, and I gave it back. Okay. So, um, boyfriend number three got me a bracelet where it had our initials on it. I gave it back. Um, he came and take it to the pawn shop or something. Because it wasn't worth no pawn shop money. <laughs> so, I take it it wasn't Tiffany's. And of course not it wasn't oh, okay. Tiffany's. Please, okay? All right? He Tiff- bought this off of Etsy. You know Etsy's cheap, okay? All right, and I didn't have any problems with it. It was the it was the thought that counted. Right, it right. was a beautiful it was a beautiful infinity necklace with our name with our uh, initials on it, and I liked it. and And he didn't pay that much money for it, but I gave it back to him. Okay. Um. So nobody's my... never asked you for a gift back. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Mm-mm. I always, if he had something that I'd, I'd always take it. It was no asking. I took it. I was <laughs> like, "Give me this back. Mm. Give me this back, and you take this." I th- so I was always the one doing the dividing of the assets. I think I tried that once. I must have been in like tenth grade, eleventh grade, something like that, and um, and my mom got. I don't. Maybe I was just talking to my mom. My mom got wind of it. And she was like, boy, don't you ever give a woman something and then ask for it back. And so, like, that conversation just, I mean, like, she lectured me for, like, 10 minutes about it. So, I just, it's, my, my thing has always been, like, if I if I gave it to you, it's yours. It's not it's not mine for me to take back. Um, so, I've never been, but now, to be honest, I've never, uh, yeah, I've never, and I, to be honest, since that conversation, I've never given something with the intent of asking for it back, regardless of whether or not our relationship or our friendship or whatever the case may be work so um mm-hmm. that's just something she just ingrained in me i just i couldn't do it i could not do it um question 10 generally okay. generally speaking how mm-hmm. long should it take for someone to get over a breakup uh, you know that's that really depends on the situation and the breakup okay People usually say that however long you div- um, you multiply it by two. So Ooh. so so say if you were together four years, that means it takes eight years to get them out of the system. Damn. Yeah, that's bust. That's bullshit. I've heard that before. That's oh, bullshit. Yeah. It, it, that doesn't work. That doesn't work because um, it didn't take me long. Um, I think you're gonna always have some kind of regret. Re- repressive feelings you know you're going to always have those kind of feelings where you miss that person and everything mm-hmm. else but it doesn't necessarily mean you want that person back so if you can get over the first six months or i would say when you get to that point when the urge to need to talk to that person is gone mm-hmm. i think you've officially gotten over that person okay um once you love someone you're going to always love them. I don't True. I don't I I don't I don't question that. I really don't. Um what I do question is the timing and 
And like you say, if you have a good breakup, you probably get over them a little bit quicker than you would over somebody that's a bad breakup. Exactly. And that's and you're into those emotions and your anger and your rage and all this other stuff. And because you'll spend your rest of your life because I know I spent at least two or three years that month. Oh, he pissed me <laughs> off. Oh, my God. He made me right, so mad. Right, right. So it really when you get to that point when you have no urge to want to talk to want to see or even think about that person you've made it okay, okay. you've made it i think um I, I, I always kept it kind of simple i think uh for not necessarily for me just my idea of thinking like i always thought like if you were if you were in a relationship for a year it'll probably take you a year to get over you know if you were in a relationship for three years it might take you a year and a half to get over them. You know, like it, it you know, it, it goes on time periods. And that's not to say that you couldn't get into other relationships, but you know, it may take you a while just to get over that person. Um, right. Question 11. Uh, you mentioned a little bit earlier. And so this is actually a good segue. How do you handle when people ask you about the breakup? How do you handle questions when people ask you about the breakup? What do you want to know? Cause usually that's that's my that's my initial statement. Mm-hmm. So about you and Steven, what do you want to know? <laughs> so so you you're willing to be forthcoming with with information. I'm willing to discuss it. I'm not going to give you all of the details, all of the facts, because it's not meant for you to have all the facts. You, one of the my biggest problems with people is their nosiness about your business but the minute that it becomes their business they don't want to they don't want to discuss anything they don't want to talk about it so my main thing is what do you want to know and then if i know you as a person if you're gossipy or if you're nosy or 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 whatever it is i know how to give you enough to go on where you'll leave me alone okay so that's why i always give a person what do you want to know because the nosy person has an agenda and knows exactly what they want to tell you or what they want to know so they'll ask you direct point blank what happened the person who gossips will continue to talk to you <laughs> so they can get as much information as they possibly can so they can pass it on to the other person. Right. That's a good point. That's a really, really good point. I think I agree with that 100%. I think I, I would try to give them as little information as possible, but whatever information I give them, give them the information that I don't mind being repeated because nine times out of ten it will be repeated <laughs> can nobody nobody keeps a secret anymore no, there's no, no such thing no. as a if secret you, anymore if you tell somebody it's not it's no longer a secret um, right last question of the dozen right here on the 12 kyle podcast uh and and i, I really I already know the answer to this um as far as you so you can kind of speak if, if you know anyone that has done this um ever uploaded a nude pictures of the ex for revenge how you know 
how you? Oh, well, I'm, okay, I'm going to so, assume yeah, I that guess you, you I have guess you, not. You go assume that I have not. Yet, yeah. <laughs> okay. Have I ever uploaded or, or new you, pictures of you, the ex? Or if you know a friend or two, or a line sister, or a coworker that has done that? Um, no, 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 and no. Um, I have not. And to be honest with you, I kind of say thank you because I have the type of friends that wouldn't do something like that. Um, first off, maybe me and Steven, you know, if we took new pictures, I'd, I'd instantly delete them or he'd instantly delete them. Mm-hmm. Now, and this is probably getting a little bit too much information, but, <laughs> but he did one time, he did a nice little, nice little indiscretion, um, on his behalf that, on his behalf that I had to, I had to bust him. You know, I had to literally really just get on his behind cause he did something stupid and, and he's just, that's just him but it was one time so you know it never happened again so I didn't really care about it but as for any friends who would upload new videos or pictures to the internet I don't have those type of friends we just we don't do things like that no I don't no because ratchet is not in my vocabulary (laughs) unless I'm just looking at something on you know ratchet media or something but I I don't have ratchet friends that do something like that um, I, I, I don't I don't have any friends that I know of that have done it I I'm not a fan of now if if somebody you know you know we're in this whole social media era where people leak sex tapes and all that stuff like that mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of that stuff because for if you're doing it for if you're doing it because you want to just put your tape out there I mean hey you know you, that's cool with me but for exploitation no I'm not I'm not cool with that because it's not you know particularly I mean like if I put out a sex tape with me and you know Suzanne whomever and mm-hmm. I'm doing that to hurt her credibility or to damage her credibility am i not on the tape too <laughs> right yeah, I, right I'm, exactly I'm just as guilty what what, what am guilty. i doing what am i doing by and then you know if if suzanne's my ex i mean then hey i'm just guilty as she, i mean she sent me the picture so hey nah it's just i think that's crass I mean, for especially for revenge for revenge come on man we ain't we're not in the third grade man but you know what this but reality tv and and society has made it like yeah, that now yeah. people, because people no that's, they have no shame anymore i mean the internet has become a very very crude place whereas it was the information superhighway now has become almost as ratchet and and degrading as reality tv i mean nowadays you you can't meet someone on the internet like you used to and be like hey how you doing blah 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 blah. but now it's all about sex it's all about the first thing that they want to do they just (laughs) they just want to they just want to sit up here and send you pictures send you new pictures in the team and i'm 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 just like i don't pick up the phone and just start taking pictures of my body kardashian 
claim the fame is a sex she, tape. I mean, she, hey, it is what it is. And and the, and I saw that sex tape, and it was the worst piece oh of shit God, I've yeah. ever seen in my goddamn life. Yeah, she she did not impress me at all. <laughs> and he and Ray J didn't either. And he um, ain't got no mouth skills. Okay, you need to go back to school, learn to eat the pussy right. You just don't know. That was the worst tape. And then even at the same time. It was supposed to be an hour-long sex tape, and they only had about 15 minutes of fucking through that the entire thing. I didn't, I didn't even keep time. I just knew it was whack. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, that's going to do it for us, man. Got to thank uh, my homegirl, Echo Silent, for coming through. But Man, th- thanks for coming through. We definitely appreciate the love. Uh, hey, no problem, Kyle. You know I'm always down. No doubt, no doubt. I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, if you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you know where you can find it. Uh, we're everywhere. If you have any questions, comments, uh, criticisms, anything that you want to add to the conversation, make sure that you hit us up in the comment section on whatever medium you're listening to. Uh, that's going to do it for this edition of the 12 Kyle Podcast. So for, for my homegirl, Echo Silent, I'm your host, 12 Kyle. We'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.